Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's News Tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our awesome YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. It is episode 109, and I am your host, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined today, as always, by my great friends and GVG co-founders, Derek Bittner and Steve Bowling, along with our very special guest, superstar NT Creates producer, Matt Papa, another dear friend of mine and one of the coolest people in the video game industry. Matt, I am so happy and honored to have you here on the show. How are you doing, man? Well, I'm doing great because you 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 know how to start a man's day saying such kind things. <laughs> sure. uh, well, no, I'm, I'm, I, it's so good to see you again. It's nice to meet you guys. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm very happy to be here. It's a great way to start off my day. Well, it really is the start of your day, right? Because you are all the way over in Japan. I am. It is eight in the morning. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I got my coffee from the convenience store, and I'm I'm ready to rock. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I, I, you and I have known each other for years. I don't even remember which PAX East. I think it was a PAX East that we originally met at at the Into Creates booth, and we just started a, a strong friendship right then and there. Yes. I think it's been at yes. least five years now, right? That yeah, we've known each other. That sounds about right. Yeah, I remember you, yeah. you came over. I'm like this, this is one of my people. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been. You, you I've been get that feeling from Ash. Yeah, I mean, of course, the, the games NT makes are, are right in my wheelhouse in terms of what you know the, the, the genres I love, right? And so I've been a big fan of NT stuff even be, uh, since before I met you. And then I've been an even bigger fan since I met you because you just bring up the whole, you just make NT that much better just by being there, man. Well, well, hot damn. Thank you so much, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I've been at NT for almost, it'll be seven years in September, which is bonkers to even wow. say. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I when I got here back in 2014, my goal was to, you know, give Inti Creates as much of a presence as I possibly could outside of Japan, because that was when Inti really first started sort of getting off the ground. And, you know, because Azure Striker Gunvolt in August of 2014 was our very first self-published title. And so my goal, I, I basically came in at the ground floor where Inti Creates was kind of having like a paradigm shift from like just a dev for hire studio into really branching out and doing its own thing with its original IPs. So been a crazy ride. Well, so speaking of, of uh, NT Creates' work and, and, and what you're working on right now, I want to give you the floor a little bit to hype up a game that I know Derek and I especially are so excited about. And that's coming out at the end of this I was going to say, month. we have you to thank for this whole, this whole trilogy because hot damn. <laughs> yeah, man. Blaster Master Zero 3. Derek and I both loved the uh, Blaster Master Zero and Zero 2. Um, and you know that. I've talked to you about this, how much I love this series. Plenty, Matt. But I want to uh, give yes. you a chance to tell us what we can be excited about in Blaster Master Zero 3 at the end yes. of this month. So yeah, Blaster Master Zero 3 is coming July 29th. Uh, uh, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One, Slash Series X, Steam, and Epic Game Store. This is our nice. biggest, like, uh, this is our the most platforms we had on a day one release ever so yeah. far. So that's really exciting for us. Um, you know, so, so 3, this is kind of like the, 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 it's the end of the trilogy, right? So Blaster Master Zero... One, two, three, makes up a trilogy, you know, the Jason saga, as it were. Right. And so th this this game kind of ties up the loose ends and really wraps up that story that all began with Blaster Master Zero One. Uh, and there's a lot, two, two, I would say two major gameplay developments that happened with three. Uh, there's the new uh, VRV system, 
which allows Jason to go into super dimensional space, which if you've played the other games, you may be kind of familiar with, like all like the crazy like other side where like the mutants reside and stuff like that. And it, it creates a whole new dynamic of gameplay. And the, the patenting gun level system from Blaster Master Zero has been completely reworked okay. for Blaster Zero Three, and I think in a in a much better way that I think uh, new players and uh, series veterans will enjoy. Awesome! That sounds awesome! Man, that sounds cool. <laughs> I, I'll be I'll be honest. I have not looked at it too much just because like I know I'm going to get it, so I was just like <laughs> dive in and enjoy all the new new things coming there. But with the trilogy complete, can we finally expect Blaster Master One? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, that's I'm pretty sure the original Blaster Master is on like the Switch Online right now. I guess now. that is true. That is true. It is actually, yeah. The original Blaster Master is. Yeah. You want to go back and play it? It's a kick. It's a kick in the face a little bit. Just, oh, just yeah. if, you if you haven't gone back to it, if you if you're used to Zero and then you go black and you go back and play Blaster Master the original, it's uh, it's a little, it's it's rough in terms yeah. of like it's, hard. it's yeah. hard. That's a hard game. Because it does not mm-hmm. hold really your hands, is. even like a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was well, grateful for the remake because I was like, "Oh, thank God, <laughs> I yeah. can actually manage this game now." Yeah, I, mean, I know I never beat the original, even as as a kid or as an adult. As so. I, yeah. <laughs> well, I know uh, I know Blaster Master Zero Three is obviously what's coming out very soon, but that's not the only three you're working on. And I know this is yeah. much further out, so I know you can't say as much, but I am going to put you on the spot a little bit. Sure. Is there put anything the you want to tell us? Tell GVG's audience about Azure Striker Gunvolt 3 as it stands right now. Because we're excited oh, I, about that too. I'm just so happy that, that it's a thing and that it's yeah. like it's like officially coming because gun you gotta keep in mind. Gunvolt 2 came out in 2016. Right. Dude. Right. That's like, crazy. Well, I remember I, I bugged you a few times. I was like, hey, hey, Matt, can you come on? Like, is Gunvolt 3 happening? Like, what's going on, man? Come on, come on. Bonkers how yeah. long it's been since uh, Gunvolt 2 came out. So this is very much a long time coming. And, you know, we did release, you know, Gunvolt Chronicles, Luminous Avenger, in the right. interim, which is like kind of like the guide in the side story featuring Copen, uh, which is kind of, you know, its own branch on its own path from, you know, the mainline Gunvolt games. So there hasn't been no Gunvolt in the past five years. But, yeah, I mean, I think everyone who is a fan of the series has definitely been waiting for this. And, um you know the development's going really well the team is the team's together they're doing their thing you know i'm seeing you know the, the team working on the amazing pixel art and the illustrations and like the level designs you know just walking through the office sometimes i always get a little giddy whenever i see like like a new character's like pixel art getting worked on or stuff like that yeah. so and i can't give anyway anything too specific but just uh, suffice to say that the team is uh, the team's working really hard on it, and it's coming along very, very nicely. I think any any Gunvolt faithful will be pleased with what this, this game is turning into. Awesome. awesome. Well, I know I'm hyped, and I'm I'm almost as hyped about the fact that you said suffice to say. Thank you so much for not saying suffice it to say, because that's what um, everyone says. And really? I appreciate that you say that right. I, oh, I, I, I didn't I know that was that. Thing. Okay. Yeah, no, I hear it all the time. Suffice it to say, I'm like, no, you just suffice to say. There's no it in there. But that's just the grammar. The, the, the I, grammar. Honestly, goodness, and maybe, maybe this is what I get for you know living away from a native English speaking country for so long. But right. I didn't even know that was a thing. So. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Nobody can speak right over here. Well, it's right. like it's like saying as per your email. No, there's no as. Just per your email. Come on. Um, but we're not here to talk about grammar. We're grammar here to talk about. <laughs> video game news but before we do get to the news we have a few super chats to read out 
Uh, the first one being from Arcota Chiad with a $10 donation saying, Hey, GBG, who's your favorite Nick All-Stars character out of the ones revealed so far? Who do you think you'll enjoy playing the most if those are different answers? And we're going to be talking about plenty of Nickelodeon All-Stars later in the show. Um, but I'll just put it out there and say, obviously, by default, the Ninja Turtles, I assume Donnie and Raph are going to be there as well. But also, I love my old school Nick tunes. So Oblina and Reptar, hell yeah, that's so cool that they're in this game. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say Oblina. I didn't even look up the roster, and I, I Googled okay. Oblina real quick to make sure I remembered her name correctly. So definitely Oblina for me. I just love Ah Real Monsters so much. Same. So that is that – is, uh, I would say normally I would go with the Ninja Turtles, but they've had so many games. Like, right. When the hell else are some of these other characters going <laughs> to be in games? So I, I'm going to stick yeah. with Oblina for, for my choice for now. Gotcha, gotcha. What about you? Yeah, you guys are just sleeping on Nigel Thorn- Thornberry. Come on, he's going to be top tier. <laughs> we all know it. Yeah. No, I know. I didn't know there was such a. There was like a. There's a. He has like almost a mimetic quality to him. I never uh, watched. People like Thornberry to put his face much. over other things just because okay. it's so weird. Plus, it's Tim Curry. True. Sure. Right. 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 Uh, Is what Tim about Curry you, Matt? Still voicing him to this day. I don't think the show's still going on, and I think Tim Curry's kind of been retired for the most part. I think he had a stroke a while back. He's still oh, he's recovering pretty well, but I think that's, yeah. That's why we haven't heard seen much of Tim Curry lately. Okay, I was going to say, it would just be so cool just to see him do something. Like you, I, you know, I'm going to guess there's not going to be any new know, lines. They're probably going to be pu- pulling a lot of clips, if I had to guess. Okay, I think that's totally fair. But yeah. uh, um, that's a good question. I didn't get to look into it too, too much, but I was just... I was just happy to see that some of the, you know, the new Ninja Turtles were in it just because I really, like, I was one of those people who actually played a decent amount of, like, Turtles tournament fighters on, like, Sega Genesis. Yes. (laughs) So, I would do that again with, like, all these Nickelodeon characters. That's pretty rad. I thought that was pretty (laughs) Well, it's very tempting to keep talking about this right now, but we are going to have a whole segment on Nick All-Star. So, thank you, Arcota Sheehan, for the donation. Next up is RC with a $5 donation saying, great to see Matt on. He signed my copy of Luminous Avenger X at PAX South and was super nice. I've missed cons. <laughs> Hype for Blaster Master Zero 3 and Gunvolt 3. And now SR or Super Robot War 30 is his US release too. Hell yeah. Lots of stuff to get hype about. And thank you mm-hmm. so much, RC, for the donation. Uh, next up is Value with another $5 donation saying, I just started Yakuza 0 and Final Fantasy 14. Coming from a competitive gaming background, such as League, Smash, Counter-Strike, uh, Global Offensive, etc., it is, not, it is a nice change of pace. Love you guys. Well, love you too, Value, and thank you so much for the donation. Absolutely. Enjoy Yakuza 0. I still have yet to get there. I'm still finishing Yakuza 7. Uh, and then finally, we have a $5 <laughs> donation from Nathan, the voice actor, saying, Hi, everyone. I want to share a Kickstarter game. Heard of Crownsworn. It's a Hollow Knight-esque Metroidvania that reached its goal in three hours. Ends on August 9th. Actually, I have heard of it. I saw that making the rounds like a couple mm-hmm. of days ago, I think, or maybe yesterday. So uh, what about you guys? Have you seen this? Going I, I have around? not seen the trailer, but I've seen people talking about it. I haven't had a chance to really check it out yet. I, my my goal today was finishing that SMT deep right. dive. That's been on my plate for so long now. So it's nice to get that finished. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I, I just Googled uh, Crow Sworn, I believe, uh, is, is the name of it. Mm. And oh, it, I mean, it looks like it Crow's borrows... Yes liberally from hollow Knight. like <laughs> I mean, i've heard that but that's probably why people were down for it because we haven't gotten silk song yet so yeah we'll i mean I, I understand that but i mean there's there's an homage and then there's a copy and i feel like this is closer to the latter 
Uh-huh. Um, I, I looked at it and I was like, wow, I must have accidentally pulled up a Hollow Knight screenshot. And then I saw the, <laughs> the character was different. I'm like, nope, that that's it. It looks I mean, very similar. Down to yeah, the it's... UI font. <laughs> when, you, when you're... When you're cribbing fonts, I, I start to feel like you might be venturing into potential lawsuit territory, but I don't know. I mean, it, yeah. it looks just close enough to where I feel like it could create confusion with people that are less in the know about games, but it is wildly similar. Um, that being said, I mean, it looks dope. <laughs> I would I would yeah. probably try a demo of it. It's it's a crow with a scythe. How can you go wrong? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a crow sworn. I don't know why I said crown sworn. I added an N in there. Because it's really easy to assume now. a game's not starring a crow. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's I, true. Just looking at it now, it's at $333,000 of a, of a basically $100,000 goal. So that's already made three times its amount. That's, oh, damn, that's, that's, that's impressive. No matter, yeah. no matter yeah, no matter what it is, that's that's impressive. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, yeah, next very up. similar to Hollow Knight, but hey, that's not a bad thing. No, exactly. Uh, next up, we have a uh, five Canadian dollar donation from Bongo Lover, our, our good old friend Bongo Lover, saying, I finally got fully vaccinated with Ooh. the Danimals one. You think Boss Baby and Bongo have a chance of joining the Nick Pass? Well, first of all, Bongo Lover, congratulations on getting fully vaccinated. That is awesome to hear. Yeah. Glad to hear that. That's all. We're always happy to hear when a member of the GBG communities got vaccinated, they're safe and taking care of themselves. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Uh, as for Boss Baby and Bongo and all stars. I have a. I would be willing to bet that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I lost finally, it there for like a solid yeah, five or ten two. seconds. Yeah, yeah. Really? you, you went. Your audio went off for the last, like ten seconds there. You're still here now, Ash. But uh, that was that's weird. so weird. I wonder if my internet just like died really quickly. <laughs> yeah, you, might have, you are desynced like crazy now. <laughs> oh man, I don't know what happened. All right, well. Sorry, guys. I'm back now, though. Um, <laughs> Maybe pop out, pop back in. We're going to get a little screw. Pop out, pop out. Okay, I'll do that. That might be a good idea. <laughs> Uh-oh. Let's hope, let's and... hope we get... Oh, there we go. All right. Okay. Good now? Yes. We only cut Steve in half. No big deal. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's, I'm, it is I'm, nice I'm... to hear people getting uh, vaccinated, though. Japan's finally really starting to ramp up their uh, vaccination numbers. Yeah, better nice. late than never, but... Uh, Oh. Yeah, my 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 city just sent out their sort of like vouchers that you like okay. have to use to like get yours. That they just started sending them out to my age group yesterday. So fingers crossed, mine comes soon, and I can nice. book an appointment nice. that doesn't take like forever. So right, I hope you get one soon, man. Yeah. I uh, it, for like a very brief period, there were just insanely cheap flights to Japan, but you had to gamble on whether or not the borders would be open again by then. And I was thinking about it. I was like, 273 bucks to go to Japan. I was like, <laughs> that's, that's insane. That's the, yeah, that's the fair of a lifetime. And, but I was like, I've, yeah. paid, I've paid more in tolls driving back and forth <laughs> to like northern Japan than that. <laughs> Jeez. That is wild. Wow. Like, I was thinking about it, too. My wife and I were both like, we're like, they're non-refundable tickets. And if the borders close, we just don't get to go. And I was like... I, I wish I had pulled the trigger because now I feel like because they were six months out from when I was looking, so that would have put them at about March of next year. And I'm oh, like, yeah, could have done it. Like I, I should have just pulled the trigger on those tickets. I know what you mean, dude, but you, you never know. I have yeah. plans though. I have been building. So I've been wanting. I've wanted to go to Japan since I was 12. I am 38. Dude. 
almost 39. And so my wife has been saying, you know, before you turn 40, you have to make that trip. Like you have to go just because you've wanted to go for Dude, so yeah. long and it's crazy. And so next year, as long as the borders are open, which I can't imagine they won't, uh, we'll, we'll be going. But I, I've been now that it's kind of like a reality. I know I'm going to go eventually. I've been building Dude, out yeah. like this, just this plan for all these things I want to do. And I'm like, I, I'm not going to sleep. Like for a <laughs> week of my life, I'm just not going to rest at all. <laughs> but, I mean, when you get here with the jet lag, you either usually either don't sleep at all or sleep like, where, hey, where'd my first day go? So it's, it's yeah. probably going to be one or the other. Uh, but no, that's great, man. It's, uh, you know, let me, let me know when you're, when you're in town, if you're in the Tokyo area. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I, we're, I, we're definitely. I love my, one of my honestly goodness favorite things to do here is like take people around who've never been here before and kind of like re-experience stuff from Japan that, you know, that I've just gotten so used to over the years. And it like kind of like re-reminds me of like how cool some of this stuff actually is, even that's, though I see it all the time now. That's yeah. a good idea. No, definitely. <laughs> I, I, of course, I don't live there, but uh, every time I go, I try to take someone new to the robot restaurant in Shinjuku because it's like experiencing it for the first time through someone else's uh, eyes yeah, every time. Yeah. And I just love It's such an experience. Oh, yeah, and it is. I, I can't I, wait I to come once. back. I went there once. I saved that for when friends were coming, and I went. Nice. And yeah, it was, it was a ride. <laughs> I cannot wait to come back. My wife and I will yeah. be back as soon as they open the borders. Yeah, for sure. We we love yeah, there. I, I can't wait for the like as 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 nice as it is that places like Akihabara are actually kind of peaceful sometimes. Um, <laughs> you get a little used to that, but at the same time, like you know, there's definitely a lot of like businesses and places like that, restaurants that definitely are missing the the tourist crowd. So. Uh, you know, you want to you want you want to see those supported the best they can. So uh, yeah. the peace and quiet's nice sometimes, but at the same time, it's like okay. <laughs> and Steve, I'm I'll just uh, say this: get ready to to gain some weight, man. You're going to eat your way through that country the same way my, my wife me, and I do. I have I have been training all COVID for, <laughs> for that. Nice, nice. Um, all right, got a few more super chats before the news. Uh, first is Blindman V2 with five dollars. Thank you so much. Saying, "Hey guys." You're going to release this pod loading music on SoundCloud. It's a chill banger. Also, Angry Beavers for All Stars. Much love, good vibes, and peace. Well, thank you so much, Blindman. And actually, it isn't ours to release. Uh, our, our theme song was done by the great T Lopes of Sonic Mania uh, fame. It's, it's called Pure Bliss, after our, uh, named after our highest rating. And uh, yeah, you, I, I think he released it on his own YouTube channel, though. So you can definitely go check yeah, it out I think there. So. But uh, but yeah, certainly it is not ours to release. It, you know, he holds all the rights to the music. It is his creation. We love T. Want to have him on the show sometime. And it was an honor for us to have him uh, compose our theme song. So go check out the song over on his YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, next is Mwapi Mulinga with five US dollars saying so. Minions for Nickelodeon Pass because Steve can live out can live out his fantasies. Then <laughs> that's true, Steve. I feel like you'll get this. Just so you can beat up minions, if minions somehow make it into the if, game. If minions were in there, I would definitely buy them as DLC just to kill them. Uh, nice, but I, I really oh, need yeah. like, I would need them to be in in something more violent. I need minions in like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, you sound yeah. like my fiance. She has a deep burning hatred for minions too. Mm, <laughs> nice. One of us. Well, we have to have her on so so she and Steve can just talk about how many of their shared hatred of minions. Oh yeah, no, easily, easily. Japan loves minions, so you'll see like minions, like merch, and like random places all over the place. Uh huh. Every time she's just like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. well, as I've been saying, they're budget serve bots. That's all they are. 
Uh, We also have five more Canadian dollars from Bongo Lover saying, Ash, that boss baby slander is the reason you're cutting out. The boss is after you. Not even Bongo can save you. Well, to be fair, I've never seen a boss baby movie. Maybe they're awesome. I really haven't seen them. So, no, (laughs) they're not. Okay. I figured not. I didn't think so, but I I was just going to say I haven't seen them. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to uh, judge, but yeah, didn't really seem like my thing. Um, But thank you, Bongo Lover. And if my internet cuts out again, we know why. Uh, next is four dollars ninety nine cents from Maxwell Shapiro with no comment, just the well, donation. I, so, oh. I was been watching this, and basically, it looked like what happened is that they for, didn't get it. They forgot to put their comment in the donation, oh, so okay. they retracted it. So I'm not sure if they doubled up or not because they do comment later uh, with four, another four dollars ninety nine cents. I'm not sure if that was when it retracted the statement. It also retracted the money. It's up to you. Either way, we're grateful for the donation one way or another. They say, can't wait for Yoko Shimomura's remix of the Rugrats theme song in Nick All-Star's Brawl. Hell yes. <laughs> I am all about that. Yes. Just get Yoko Shimomura to remix all the Nick, Nicktoon themes. I'd be so right. down for that. She's <laughs> such an amazing composer. Like, I cannot oh, she's say. My favorite. Uh, like, two of my three favorite soundtracks of all time are she's responsible for, so... Uh, she's incredible. No, she's like Seriously. my favorite musician ever. I just love her. She's incredible. Um, finally, we have $5 from Genso Buchan saying, after Steve's comment from the last episode, we need the bathtub stream with Spawn Wave. <laughs> oh, man. We, we get Look, demonetized. It'd be too hot. He's Yeah, he's he's our friend, but it's very clear that uh, he is easily the most jacked person on all of YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I would so. not want to. Uh, there, there's no way we could make him do anything. He would just destroy us. So Jack bathtub stream with Steven Spawnwave. Got it. Let's, I, I don't know that that's what go. y'all like. I do not want my body at any point to be compared to Spawnwave. Your like, body isn't ready. I, I said he was carved out of wood. If he's carved out of wood, I am made out of just tapioca pudding. Like, please, <laughs> nice. please don't compare us. It's not fair to me. And it's not fair to him to compare him to someone like me. Get someone yeah. better, please. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we have, thank you so much, everybody, for all the Super Chats. Just as a reminder, we will be reading out uh, future Super Chats between news stories because we do have some news to get to, quite a bit of it, actually. And uh, this first story in our bit of our potpourri scattershot approach, Matt, I am so happy you're here for this one. This is perfect <laughs> timing. And uh, so let's get that up on screen. And, of course, Mega Man X Dive finally has a Western launch date of August 16th on iOS and Android this game's been out for like almost two years in other territories. We've been wondering forever when the hell is it going to come, uh, you know, come out to other territories. Now we know August 16th. Um, I have talked more than enough about Mega Man X dive through various news stories over the past several weeks. So Matt, I want to get your take. Are you interested at all in mobile Mega Man X or how are you feeling about this? You know, I should, unlike most people who reside here, I am not really a mobile game person, Mm -hmm. but it is Mega Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does help a lot. Um, I've actually been kind of purposely holding off on a uh, dive, uh, simply because like I wanted to wait for it to have like the proper um English Western release. Because I actually I don't actually like to play games like in like I could have played the Japanese version much sooner, but I actually prefer to play games in their localized form as kind of like a way to support like my localization homies, number one. Totally. And, and number two is like when, you know, like, yes, I'm a producer here, but I'm also like in charge of our English localization too. So when, when you do localization for a living, 
what happens is when you play games in the language you're localizing from, so in my case, Japanese, when I play games in Japanese for too long, it starts to feel like work. Because mm. mm-hmm. you just want to like write it all down and actually translate it. Yes, sure. it adds yeah. into localizer mode and it's harder. It's much harder. It's not impossible, but it's much harder to just kind of enjoy it at face value and just kind of lose yourself in the experience because I'm just like, oh, how would I localize that? Or how would I do this? How would I do that? Like, no, no, no. I just want to play the game. So, yes. Uh, yeah. I'm very excited actually for this. And this is when I'll probably succumb and finally download the app on my phone. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Same. Yeah, I'm right where you are. I'm not a mobile game person very much. Like, rhythm games I'll make an exception for sometimes, you know, certain games, but I'm not a mobile gamer. But, you know, look, it's Mega Man X. I, I will. I, I want to sync, a, like, a Bluetooth controller or something to my phone and play it that way. I have no desire to play any Mega Man X game with touch controls, obviously. Oh, God, no. no but, no, 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 yeah, no, you know no. what? It is still a new Mega Man X game. It's not the one we all want. Come on, X9, where the hell are you? <laughs> but, you know, it is it is a new Mega Man X game, and there's yes. a ton of fan service between all the different characters from across the various Mega Man series. Yeah. That's what I like. That's yeah. what I, I like. It, mm. it's, it's giving a lot of love to characters that needed it. So yeah. I do appreciate that and what it's accomplishing there. But, yeah, I think, yeah, I, th- I think a Bluetooth controller is a foregone necessity to truly enjoying that experience. So... Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, especially now that uh, I just moved recently, and now I I I don't use the trains. I'm like one of the weird people in Japan who doesn't have to use the train to get anywhere because I have two cars now, and nice. so, um, so I don't really have any time for mobile gaming, sure. even if I wanted to. Like, and if like if I'm at home sitting on my couch, I have my big TV with my Switch and right. PS and like 10 retro systems i'm like why sure. would i play mobile games you know? yeah yeah exactly well i think i think steve and derek and i are all aligned on the fact that our favorite fan service character in x dive so far is bad Mega Man trigger or oh, bad yeah. Mega Man walnut just oh, the yeah. fact he's got his shades and it's so good. oh yeah no, he's great I, i've seen like the screenshots and like the art and stuff i always yeah. you know people i follow you know in that sphere will like talk about it and retweet it and stuff like that so i see it and yeah. i'm just like yeah okay that's good. Exactly. That's yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna check this one out. I, I don't play I don't play mobile games that much, but I'll, I'll right. definitely check this one out. See what it's like. See if I actually get click click with the gameplay. I, I like the fan service, but that's you know that's all I know so far. Well, one pretty gotcha heavy. It is, from what I understand, it's fairly gotcha heavy, and, and as I understand it, it's not the most generous game either. Um, I, I haven't heard that it's a particularly brutal uh, on the gotcha side but it's definitely not one of the more generous games from what i've heard so yeah, you know that's with my right. luck what's going to happen is i'm going to get everyone but any version of x because all i really want at the end of the day <laughs> is x and or any version of x and i'll probably get everyone but him is what's going to happen yeah you'll, you'll get all like you'll get all like the cute girl ones but you won't get any of the Mega Man x ones guarantee it i'll get zero i'll get axel i'll get classic Mega Man, but i won't get x is what i'll totally love <laughs> um but we do have a couple of more bite-sized potpourri news stories to mention uh next up is that super robot wars 30 is releasing in the west on steam uh on october 27th and the pre-order is now up for 59.99 and uh derek i'm gonna let you talk a little bit about this one because i you you kind of told me about how relevant this is in terms of this being a licensing nightmare but i'm, I'm not familiar with the series myself something in the back there there it is yeah well the reason is i got i i, I mentioned before i got this gift from egg roll and this is uh super robot wars v translated into english 
but it was only released in Singapore because oh. you know you can't do that. But again, with the Super Super Robot Warriors series, you got uh, mecha anime from across tons of different genres. You got Gundam, you got Getter Robo, you got Evangelion, you got um, Space Battleship Yamamoto. Uh, I think the new one has stuff from Lelouch of uh, the Rebellion uh, and, and stuff like that. Just name a giant fighting robot anime yep. <laughs> and they have representation here. It's, it's a uh, strategy RPG. Um, and it's basically a licensing nightmare and the better give Steve some context for this. Uh, although I'm pretty sure he understands. Imagine jump ultimate stars actually getting a licensed translation over here and right. how all those licensing deals work with have all, because all the different characters are in different mm-hmm. places. And, um, yeah, how, actually getting an official release. I don't know how they did it. I have no idea how they did because there's I, I so many either, different companies. Frankly. I have some dear friends of mine are super huge fans of Super Robot Wars. Uh, one of my friends actually worked on the translation of that game that you were just holding in your hands. So people in my stratosphere are very big Super Robot Wars people, and they are just like over the moon and happy, excited that this is like a thing that is finally happening because no one ever thought this was going to happen. Right? No. It's no, it, it sounds insane. as though it, it is a licensing nightmare and i remember from my days working at udon uh there, there were there were some talks of trying to get some like gundam art books off the ground and the just trying to negotiate those things from what my boss told me was incredibly difficult because yeah. of the rights issues so i totally appreciate how how much it must have gone into getting this released in the west yeah li- licensing conversations are my least favorite ones to interpret for yeah i'm sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it's it's been releasing for a long time. Like I think this is the 30th anniversary. I think it was what they're they're saying. Yeah. It's it's it goes back to like like Famicom or like Famicom Disc or something like that. Wow. And well. like I, I saw in the in the uh, chat, and yes, this is the truth. Uh, like Super Robot Wars T had like um, Cowboy Bebop in it. Like that's yes. all just all over the place. Wow. They go. Uh, it looks like the series that'll premiere in uh, 30 is SSSS Gridman, Brave Police J. Decker, King of Kings, Go Geiger vs. Betterman, Knights and Magic, uh, Ma- Mazen Kaiser Infantism, Code <laughs> Geass, uh, Lelouch of the Rebellion, uh, 3 glorif- Glorification. So those are the ones that are premiering in this one. But I saw like they had Magic Knight, Knight Ray, Ar- Ray Earth and... Uh, oh, that's a like blast from the that. past. Magic Knight Raider. Wow. They wow. pulled them all over the place. It is it is crazy. Um Yeah. <laughs> if you have if you love your giant robot anime, <laughs> yeah, this is one to look out. This Dude. is the love letter to Mecha. Magic really Knight Raider brings me back though. That's like that was from the old days of me just getting into anime with like VHS tapes that friends would yep. send me of like mm. sub Sailor Moon episodes. I love it, man. That brings me back. That's great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. That that hits over like play like the the Magic Knight Rare Earth like Game Gear game. <laughs> that was yeah. a thing, right? <laughs> uh, really quick, Watcher TL in the YouTube chat says uh, you start with X, I guess, in Mega Man X Dive. So I guess I'm safe. I'll have X. Okay. I'm good to go. Fine. You have base I, X. Fortunately, I don't have Every, to. Everything else depends on crazy, I guess, after that. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> I'll get Ultimate Armor X at some point. We'll see. Um, all right. Well, then to finish finish off our potpourri news stories, are going from a mobile game that I'm relatively excited about to one that just makes me 
want to cry. And so for the Bravely Default series, this 10th anniversary, we're getting a mobile game. It's called Bravely Default Brilliant Lights. It might be great. It, you know, I have no problem it, with that. It's definitely no going RPGs. to be great, whoever's listening on Discord. Right, right. I'm <laughs> just salty it. because I've been dabbling in Bravely Default 2 recently, and it's just, for me, has been such a step down from Bravely 2nd, which I loved to death, and I just want Bravely 3rd. So I'm just being salty. There's no reason to think that Brilliant Lights might not be great. But you know it would be just, a good 10th anniversary project if they Bravely ported the fir- Bravely uh, Default and Second to the Switch. That would be yes. really nice. Yes. 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 I, I would really, really appreciate very that. Much because, that. Yeah, because Bravely Default 2 for me has been a step down in almost every way from the first two games. And uh, yeah, so here's hoping we do still get a third game. You still game feel in the that way, series. Ash, because I, I heard a lot of good yeah, things about it. Yeah, it's still I'm a good game. Yeah, yeah no, we, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's like crappy. It's just for me, a lot of what I loved about Bravely Second was either eliminated or heavily changed in, in Bravely Default 2. And it just feels like a step down in a few ways to me. But the game is still good. And I don't want to make it sound like I think it's terrible or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm just I, I'm very I'm, opinionated what, on it. I'm actually watching the trailer for the first time for this this mobile game. And it honestly looks pretty decent. It looks nice. It has yeah, a I watched it earlier, too. It looks nice yeah. for sure. Like, yeah, yeah I know. Uh, like my uh, my fiance and I actually just we were playing through Bravely uh, Default Two together. We finished it about a couple weeks ago, and oh, yeah, nice. I, I I really liked it. Yeah, like I I personally actually never got to finish uh, Bravely Second because uh, yeah, I was okay. I was I was not uh, she did. Um, so I kind of know what happens. I played the first one all the way through, but yeah, it I I actually really enjoyed Bravely Second. So when we saw this week because my my fiance is not a mobile gamer either uh, but she sure. loves the, the, the like the bravely series is like in like the absolute like upper echelon of yeah uh, <laughs> games for her so she was kind of like new brave thing oh yeah <laughs> that's kind of how i'm feeling about oh. it too so it she, is you know she's an edia super fan so but edia is in it so oh, she's very happy awesome it, yeah she's exactly <laughs> um i just yeah i so hopefully i mean it's you know 10th anniversary happy 10th anniversary brief default hopefully we get more non-mobile stuff later down the line but uh yeah as, as mobile rpgs go as you said derek this is looking pretty good uh all right i'm going to blast through these donations because we still have news to talk about we're running late due to the technical mishap so Bongo Lover, two Canadian dollars. Steve and Bongo bathe their bath in a tub of yogurt. That sounds like the start of a song or, or a rhyme. Steve and Bongo <laughs> sitting in a tree bathing in a tub of yogurt or something. Um, no, sir. I'll, yeah, no, not going to happen. <laughs> I don't um, think Steve likes the yogurt in the best of days, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, $2 from Black Ninja saying, Ash's hot takes are too hot for Discord. Apparently they are. Maybe they are too hot for Square Enix and they were watching and, and they cut our stream or something. Um <laughs> Joseph Bayer with $4.99. Uh, quick, while nobody's here, everybody donate, which it seems like everybody did. So thank yeah, you I know. for that, Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> uh, five more dollars from Black Ninja uh, saying, will Ash's hot takes make a return after Discord goes down? Find out next time on GVG. <laughs> well, they did return. Spoiler alert, they did come back. I was still talking slight crap about uh, Bravely Default going mobile. Uh, next is Green Hunter 47 with $2 saying, sure. I think in, in response to Joseph's everybody donate uh, comments. So yeah. thank you, uh, Green Hunter. Finally, Bongo Lover with two more Canadian dollars saying it was the boss baby again. Yeah, it could be all my boss baby slander. Who knows? That might be the reason why our stream went down. How dare but you? With that said, we do one, have one last four... one uh, oh, from Joseph Bayer at the $4.99 donation. So when does the Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl predictions discussion go up? 
You know what? That would be a fun that one to kind do. Of, that would be kind of fun, honestly. Yeah, yeah, no, I think we should definitely do that. That's something I, yeah, we'll, we'll keep that in the, in our back pocket to, to post on a rainy day and, and record and post on a rainy day. Uh, thank you everybody so much for all your donations, but we do have some news to get to. Uh, the first major story of which being exactly that Nickelodeon all-star brawl. So let's get that up on screen. And I don't have to tell you all how, how hype I am for this. I love smash. You all know that smash is my jam. And now we have Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl announced yesterday with a with a reveal trailer. Uh, it's coming to all platforms. It is a platform fighter, very Smash-esque, of course. Uh, and it's, uh, 14 characters have been revealed so far um, on the uh, you know, in the reveal trailer. I'm just going to run through them really quickly for you all here so we can get a discussion going. We've got Mikey and Leo from the Ninja Turtles, the original 80s cartoon, by the way. Nigel Thornberry from the Wild Thornberries, Powdered Toast Man from Ren and Stimpy, SpongeBob from SpongeBob, Sandy Cheeks and Patrick Starr, both from SpongeBob, Oblina from Ah Real Monsters. Hell yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, right? <laughs> Lucy Loud from the Loud House, Lincoln Loud from, from the Loud House, Helga from Hey Arnold, hell yes, Reptar yes. from Rugrats, Zim from Invader Zim, and Danny Phantom from Danny Phantom, of course. Y'all, this is awesome. I, I, I feel like is, we're all kind of in the same age group. We this, all grew up probably on Nicktoons. This yeah. is oh, great. Absolutely. absolutely. This is so, so cool. And like, I cannot wait. Field. Like It's just like, it's the thing we didn't know we wanted. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and like, right? That's the thing that just caught me off guard is that this thing came out. I'm like, when I heard, like when I first saw it come out, I was like, oh, it's just another license game. Because there's a Cartoon Network one that didn't look, got no traction whatsoever. We've seen Nickelodeon have kart racers before. Never sure. been any traction. It's just one of those things like, yeah, the Nickelodeon crossover game. Nobody cares. But something about this game, <laughs> the trailer, the gameplay, and honestly, it's developer ped- pedigree. Uh, which I believe they worked on Slap Fight. Uh, yeah. I think it was or what Slap it's called. Slap City, I think it's called. Slap City, that's it. Slap City. Yeah, Slap yeah. City, sorry. That's the big thing, is apparently the de- developer has a great pedigree, and I've looked at their you know old stuff, and yeah, they've, they've done some really good things. And apparently we have a perfect storm of, hey, <laughs> this might actually be good. Yeah, Who and knew? as uh, as Helen, uh, hey, it's Dingo in the live audience chat says, the game is going to have rollback netcode, which is, that's not something even actual Smash has. So I know, that's right? really cool that they're going to have rollback and uh, apparently wave dashing is going to be in, which could be a good or bad thing, depending. I not I go a little bit on both ways on that. But, <laughs> I mean, look, the, I, I think I figured, like, I, I don't think I thought that if there ever was, like, a Nickelodeon Smash-like game, that they would be pulling from from legacy franchises the way they are. And I think that's what's got me so excited. Like, yeah. I'll fully admit, like, you know, the Loud House means nothing to me. A SpongeBob I, I means very little to me. <laughs> yeah, I've never even heard of Loud House. But then if you're giving it's me... It's a very popular modern Nickelodeon cartoon, so... Yeah, so, like, and, and I'm glad that's there for all the modern Nickelodeon fans. But, like, I grew up with Rugrats and Hey Arnold and Doug and all this stuff. So to see Oblina... Like I never thought they'd ever bring back yeah, uh, real monsters in anything. Yeah, real monsters, I think, is the one that surprises me the most. In yeah. This yeah. List. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we'll even get Ickis and Crumb in there. Who knows? Like that's so cool. I'm not holding. I'm not crossing my fingers for Doug because I know he's caught up in a lot of rights issues with Disney. I think he's mostly really owned cool. by Disney. Yeah. No. But plus, I'll tell you who I, I, am. I mean, I'm not a fan of Doug. So although beating him up would be nice, I've never liked Doug. Wow. Oh, Alex. Damn. Okay. Wow. Okay, Roger Klotz. I was Roger Klotz right out of my mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, 
Sorry, I'm thinking of Doug now and, and Roger and his ridiculous voice. Um, but no, but I'll tell you who I am crossing my fingers for genuinely is Rocco. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rocco's modern life in this Honestly, game. Angry Beavers. I want the Angry uh-huh. Beavers in there. Yep. Angry Beavers, uh, cat dog, which may have been leaked already. Not leaked. Well, I, well not leaked. By the box so, art. Yeah, not leaked. Th- that is another really. thing we should mention. Uh, yes. Just before we started, uh, I saw that we, uh, on Kotaku that the box art for Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl has been revealed and basically confirms a bunch of other characters, including Korra, Ren and Stimpy, Cat and Cat Dog, maybe Aang as well. We have a hand coming out. It looks like Aang's hand. So we probably have Aang in there as well, which I was going to predict in the first place. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's also like an another character with an actual sneaker on underneath Patrick. I don't know who that could be, but um, yeah, we got some more characters, and uh, that's that's pretty cool. It's just like, so weird that you be talking about this, like ta- trying to figure out who the silhouettes of various Nickelodeon characters are for this upcoming Smash-like game, and I. Yeah, I mean, I'm already excited. I'm already pretty much sold on this. But look, if you just give me the other two Ninja Turtles and Rocco and like, you know, any combination of Aang and Katara and Korra, I'm pretty much I'm good. Like, yeah, you're you're already covered. I I feel like I have to remind you guys that this is a Nickelodeon game. It is. Uh, that's the, oh, no. that's the thing. No, I'm not expecting. I just, it to be I just like want an everybody to be game. real clear that this yeah. is probably at best like a six out of ten game. Like, don't oh, go probably. into this expecting smash levels of polish. Like, you're not going to oh, get it. Of course, you know? no. No. Uh, just, but yeah. that, I mean, a six out of ten or a five out of ten can still be a really fun game. Like, I play exactly. games that most people would consider bad games like all the time, and I love them. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's you know, I just. I worry because I see the level of hype for this, and I, I by and large expect that a lot of those folks that are really hyping this up are expecting something on par with Smash. And I'm like, that, well, that's they not be. going to happen. Probably yeah. not. But wouldn't it be funny if it did? <laughs> oh, man. I'm if it did, would, it would yeah. be wild. Like, that's the thing that I think is so funny. You know, we talk a lot about how great Smash is on this channel, on this show. Um, and, you know, I would have thought, back in the day that PlayStation All-Stars before before we knew about all the mechanical foibles that that game had going on yeah. I would have expected you know a, a company with the funding that Sony can provide could make a, a game very comparable to Smash and it proved that you know what Sakurai and his team are doing is something very special and rare like I've played a lot of Smash alikes yeah. in my day but none of them quite capture the same level of fun and intensity as that game. I'm not expecting this one to either, but I think what will carry this one is that the, uh, is that the roster is a bunch of characters that a lot of us grew up with and have emotional attachments to in one way or another. So for me, that's really what makes this game for me. It's characters that I definitely had written off as ever being in a video game. Like I didn't expect to play yeah. a fighting game with powdered toast man in it in 2021, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. I'm excited for that. You know, I'm, um, I'm wondering how much of his butt cheek related repertoire will be available in the game. <laughs> Probably but more than you'd expect. I, um, I'm, yeah. I'm hopeful for Ren and Stimpy. I think that they, if, if you got powder toast, man, you have to have Ren and Stimpy in there. Oh, but I, I can tell you Ren and Stimpy are in here. I see their outlines. I, I, I agree that I the see box. their outlines, yeah. but I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm not going to out and out confirm anything until sure, until sure. nickelodeon does just because i don't want to again it's another i don't want to overhype things without 
any actual proof that you know but i'm excited to play i think some folks have played this already i might have misread but i thought i saw a handful of previews for this like uh, oh really don't yeah i think ign and kind of funny got to go hands-on with this already okay well i know it's apparently i am curious now apparently it's based on a heavily modified version of the slap city engine uh which and i've heard good things about slap city uh but i i'm i'm like you steve you know i've played a few of the smash alikes out there like brawlhalla and and all those and i just i always bounce off them they're not for me i would always just rather play smash that said you know while I do agree that the, I think Rob Arman X puts it perfectly in our live audience chat, it's going to be jank, but goddamn, this roster is so hyped so far. <laughs> and I think that's what it comes down to. I don't think the game's going to be anywhere near as good as Smash, but that roster is just going to make it a fun party game anyway. Yep. Just the right. novelty of taking 80s, you know, era Ninja Turtles and pitting them against Oblina and Reptar and shit. That's oh, awesome. I, I just, cannot yeah. wait to go yeah, in this game. game. Yep. I, I can't wait to grab Reptar and just slap the unibrow off of Helga like that. I remember watching <laughs> Hey Arnold and be like, somebody just hit her already. <laughs> Please. Uh-huh. <laughs> My time has come 20 years in the making. <laughs> She'll get hers. Yeah. So I, I looked at this. I looked on IGN and they have nothing. They have no pre hands on. So I don't think anybody's gone hands on with the game yet. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll have to take a look. Yeah, I could be wrong. I just uh, I was reading Twitter, which I mean. Don't get your news from Twitter. Dare you. I, I'm a bad example, <laughs> but um, I I could have sworn that I saw at least kind of funny, maybe play or maybe they were just debating about playing it. I don't know, but I could have sworn that I saw Greg hyping up a match between Blessing and someone else in, in this game. Probably but. it's probably just because fans. It yeah, is fans that's fair. Talk probably. about this like, or that, they that, also could be talking about playing Slap City. True, and, and just, awesome. you know, and, and I think we, it to that. Uh, Evernight asked if we'll be doing a review of this game. I would, I, I would love to see yeah. Ash review this game as someone who is both uniquely tied to some of the characters in the game right. and probably the biggest Smash fan on the panel. I feel like right. it is Ash's sworn duty to review this. Probably, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. this will probably be a be a me game. Um, Matt, sorry, I feel like we've been talking over you. Was there anything you wanted to hype about specifically about uh, Nick All Stars? Um, no, not specific. I was just saying, like, you know, it, it you know, kind of like you were alluding to, it just reminds me of some of the the, the Smash-like uh, games that have come out over the years. Uh, have any of you guys, it reminded me of one very specifically, like, just kind of like a total crossover of completely unrelated stuff. Um, it was an import-only game. It was called Dream Mix TV. You ever heard of that game? I've heard yeah. of that. I've heard the yeah. name. Yeah, it's, it's like that uh... one that came out. It's, it was like Konami, Hudson, and then, like, Takaratomi. Right. Like right. so you, Dream Mix uh, TV World Dream Fighters, and Bomberman and stuff like that, like all in the same game. It was so weird. Yeah, you could have a Bomberman fight Optimus Prime. It was wild. Yes, yes. so it was kind of reminded me of that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so here is well, one, but again, licensing nightmare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, really quick before we move on, roundtable. We all get one character to put into this game. Who, whoever you want, obviously within reason, being Nickelodeon. Matt, I'm going to start with you. If you could pick oh, any character you know, in this game, who can you come back? To me? Put, I, okay. I got to think about one for a second. Come to me, right. last. Come to me last. All right, Derek, you're I, up. I've I've already said mine. I, I even on Twitter where I want to see the Angry Beavers work as like a um, uh, Nana and Popo situation, ice climbers. Nice. Have them work together. Uh, real quick, I also want to mention just a wonderful idea from a good friend of the show, uh, show Kaylin. Uh, her husband was talking about if aggro crag's not a level, this game fails. Ooh, <laughs> Basically, right? The aggro crag as a level would be awesome. 
But... Speaking of the levels, there's a, a small clip in the trailer that shows the Technodrome, and it's looking badass. Yes. It's looking yes. so cool. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Steve, what about you, man? I've got two. Uh, okay. So, one, I have to have Ickis from Our Real Monsters as well. Like, he's nice. the main character. He's got to be mm-hmm. there. And I I want Ed Bighead. Like, nice. I know. <laughs> yeah. Just his voice. Like, I don't know what it yeah. is about his voice, but I've always just loved it. So any game where I'd get a chance to hear him scream at things, I would, I would <laughs> nice. take that chance. So, yeah, Ed Bighead for sure. I love it. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go then. Well, if you if you get two, Steven, I get two. Obviously, Rocco. But the other one I'm going to put forth is not Aang, not Korra, not Zuko, and not even Toph. It's Katara. She's a fucking awesome waterbender, and I want to mm. play as her in this game. So Rocco and Katara are... Because I'm assuming Donnie and Raph are going to get... There's no way they're going to only have half of them. I don't know. That they might be, just pick and choose be, from a couple of them. That would be weird. All right, Matt. It's, it's, it's on you, so, Ben. Like, it's so funny. Like I, The first thing I didn't think of was actually characters. Like The first thing I thought of was like... Wouldn't it be cool if like some of like the stages were like throwbacks to like old Nick game shows? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I love that. Stage, like Nickelodeon gut stage, like a Nick arcade stage. Yes. Something like that. that would be so awesome. That would God, be God, a traveling Nick arcade stage. final level, that final challenge that was, yes, every yes, kid yes, failed at. Yes. That'd oh. be amazing. I mean, what if what if there are assist trophies in this game? <laughs> Oh, I need, man, I need right? the dude from uh, You Can't Do That on Television that would, like, flick his boogers on you. Like, have, <laughs> have any of you ever seen that show? I no. don't think like, I it have. Was, it was I, – I don't remember much of it. It was on when I was very young. It only ran until 1990. But, like, there was this guy. I'm not going to emulate it because it's fucking gross. But it was a real <laughs> live-action person. And he would say, die. I heard that. And he would, like, flick a booger out of his nose as he – finish the sentence at a child (laughs) at a child yeah it was always kids right yeah (laughs) i don't know i don't remember a ton about that show because i was a very young boy when i watched it but that seared into my memory like i remember Mm -hmm. the look of that guy to this day (laughs) because i remember thinking man was based off of (laughs) yeah maybe i just remember that's who booger man was based off of yeah Yeah. um Um, i'll Oh, good, Derek. Meltman from Action League now. Get him in there. <laughs> nice. All oh, I know is good. if there are assist trophies, Olmec has got to be one of them. I, yes. I ever want to see Olmec as right. an assist trophy or as a stage hazard in a Legends of the Hidden Temple stage, which also obviously would include Temple Guard stage hazards. D. Bradley Baker has to do the voice. Like I, This game is not going to be, as you were saying, Steve, nearly as good as, as we are hyped about it. But no. just the <laughs> idea of... of the characters we can see in this game is so cool to think about. And it is. I'm, I'm that, looking forward to it. Regardless it of well, how we can this get game... sequels with more characters. <laughs> yeah, regardless of how this game pans out, it's a day one purchase for me. Like I will yeah. buy it just because of the the wacky roster. I never yes. got to pick up the game Matt was talking about, but I did recently get my hands on a copy of Battle Stadium DON for the GameCube. Oh, I had wow. that too. Yeah. yeah, nice. It is also like a like a Smash clone that is not nearly as good. But I mean, it's got Goku, Luff, Luffy, and uh, and Naruto in Naruto. it. Like, how could you yeah. pass that up? So, I mean, that's literally right. Don. It's Dragon Ball, One Piece, Naruto. Yep. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is an awesome game because of its roster. <laughs> yes. Right. And that's yes. early roster too. There's so many more characters for each of those. Oh now. yeah. Oh, that, that yep. was, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I know we could easily talk about this for the rest of the show, but we actually do have other news to get on to and a lot more Super Chats. You guys are all like, way too crap. generous. Holy crap. All right, let's let's do this. So first off is uh, $5 from Green Hunter 47 saying Nigel Thornberry is playable. That's all that needs to be said. This game is going to be a masterpiece. Smashing. Hell yeah. No, that's, yeah, Nigel Thornberry, all these other characters. It's awesome. Uh, Colin Douglas with $4.99 saying, definitely going to main Aang or Zuko. Same here, man. Especially if, if, if Katara's in, I'm going to main her. Like, I, I can't <laughs> wait to play as Avatar characters in this game, assuming they're in it, which I think they will be. Um, $2 from Lizard81288 saying, I guess Reptar wasn't too big after all. <laughs> Clearly uh, talking about Ridley here. Nice. Um, Nathan, the voice actor with $10 saying, uh, with Nickelodeon all-star brawl being a thing, you'll finally have the chance for Sora joining a platform fighter since he won't be added to smash. Love you, Ash. Looking forward to fall guys on Saturday. This, we have a whole thing going on where, where Nate keeps telling me Sora, my, my last remaining dream character is not going to be added to smash. I'm still keeping hope alive. 1% chance, but there is no chance he'll be in this game. So if he doesn't get into smash, he's not going to be in this game. So yeah. we'll see what happens. I would love it if he was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, and, and of course, uh, Fall Guys on a Saturday, we have a Fight a Founder session together. I'm looking forward to that, Nate. Thank you. Uh, Brian Rivera with $4.99 uh, saying, you think Rob Paulson, meaning my dad, will be in this game, not as Donatello, Raphael, and Carl, but as himself. <laughs> That'd be funny. I don't think they're going to have uh, Rob Paulson as himself in this game's roster. Probably not. Um, for what it's worth, I, I have asked my dad if he has been approached about recording for this, and he said no. So that doesn't confirm anything either way. It's but voice take clips. that as you will. If, so, if, if we get anything, it's going to be voice clips. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, take that as you will. It's not confirming anything either way, but you better believe that was the first thing I, I did after I found out about this game. I was like, Dad, do you know about this? And then, of course, he said no, and I'm like, oh, that sucks. Um, <laughs> all right. $2.99 from Nao saying Ren and Stimpy Ice Climber style. I think we all agree that would be awesome. Yeah. To see. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Anything um, style. Yeah. Uh, $2 from Jaden Buck saying Henry and June from Kablam for All Star Brawl. I'm not going to lie. Yes. I, I've never, I don't know of them. Or uh, Kablam. Kablam is what was Action League now. It's a kind of a variety thing where they had a couple of mini shows uh, from oh, a okay. lot of different ones. So it was, yeah, it was, it was a fun one. I liked it. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, my God. They're coming in faster than I can read them. Jeez. Oh, no. Uh, where is it? Uh, uh, next one okay, is here we Tommy. Go. Okay, yeah. you got it? Yeah, got it. Tommy Dinoth's archives with five Canadian dollars. With Nick All-Star Brawl being a thing, maybe my dreams of Ariana Grande and Smash will be a reality. That, I mean, hey. you can play as her in a Final Fantasy mobile game, right? Yeah, Wasn't play Record Keeper. Yeah, Record yeah, Keeper. So there you go. Um, Bongo Lover with two Canadian dollars. Sakurai has been real quiet since the announcement of Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl. <laughs> I don't get all those people saying that this is going to be a smash killer. It's not, but it's going to no, be its own. Group. Not in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, nine dollars and ninety nine cents from Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy saying Steve is right. I don't trust Nickelodeon to fairly balance Gustavo from Big Time Rush or the sneaker underneath Patrick in the box art. <laughs> yeah, what, a, what a weird. <laughs> like, I love that we can even read a comment like this. Like, what are, I, know, right? I love this speculation. Um, KSO0514 with $4.99 saying, Loud House is notable for having canonically LGBT characters. Also, if Korra is in, then, show, then so should Asami be. That's awesome. I didn't know that about Loud House. So that's really cool that they're not only, you know, that the, the show is doing that, but that there are some characters from Loud House in this game. That's really neat. Thanks for letting us mm -hmm. know. 
Um, a hundred Mexican pesos, I believe, uh, from Moon Ghost Doodles, saying, "I think the hypest thing from this is the prospect of Disney or Cartoon Network again attempting at making a Smash clone of their own, hopefully with polish. Finally able to donate on stream. Keep up the great work. Well, thank oh, you very so much. much, Moon Ghost Doodles. Really appreciate yeah. it. And yeah, I think we're hoping for the same thing. We're you know not expecting this to be anywhere as polished as Smash, but we're hoping for it to be as polished as possible. So." We'll see what happens. Uh, Skull Kid Tiger with $5 uh, saying, want a Power Rangers rep? Will fight founder Ash TMNT versus Power Rangers? If so, I swear loser downs Danimals. And remember, apparently I said this, Sonic 06 is a good game. Ash 2021, fight me. I didn't say that, anybody. Thank you very much, Skull Kid Tiger. <laughs> you took it out of context. <laughs> yeah. Um, Two dollars from animals. I'm sorry. It's like the okay. second time. Yeah, I keep mean, okay. I keep meaning that. Yeah, I should explain this to you. So, <laughs> Bongo the Danimals Monkey was recently added to this to Sonic Dash, the mobile game, as a playable yes. character. Wait, what? And like for real? For yes. real. It's like a real thing. I don't know if he's available anymore, but it was like a thing that was hyped up. Like you can now play as Bongo the Danimals Monkey. And we reported on that. Up, obviously. Yeah, as of course, right? The most obvious crossover. And we reported on it just because it was a funny WTF story, but it is the joke and the meme that just keeps on Won't giving, die. will not die. <laughs> It's oh been like God. the mainstay of the show. Yeah, there's yes, our, that's what that's, yeah. There's our oh, there it is. right there. Oh my God. That <laughs> is How weird is that? Isn't that weird? Like why? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, there are a lot, you know, Matt, there are a lot of guest characters in Mighty Gunvolt Burst. Maybe you need to start, you know, open up a channel with Danimals. <laughs> Reach out to Danimals. Yeah, I'm not reaching out to enough companies. Jeez Louise. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, $2 from Nothing Nothing saying, hope for really, really big man from RML. I apologize. I'm not sure what RML is. I'm do not... any of you know? I do not know. I'm trying to think because yeah, not... I know. I, I, RML. I know the name really, really big man, but. Google Foo? <laughs> Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, oh Rocco's Modern Life. Right. Think about that. Really, really big. Okay, yeah. It's been too long since I've watched that show all the way through, of course. I never He, he is also in the special that came out uh, a couple years back, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Which was really good, I, by the way. I pride myself on my esoteric cartoon knowledge, so not knowing that was really driving me nuts. So it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to get this before chat. <laughs> uh, and also, two more dollars from Nothing Nothing saying, gazed into my nipples of the future. I don't know if that's the voice that goes with that, but that just seemed like the right voice to read that in. It's close Thank enough. you. <laughs> Nothing, yeah. nothings. Uh, Master of Hamsters with $2 saying, we need Kappa Mikey. Uh, oh, we need all versions of all the Ninja Turtles. Hell yeah. Um, and finally, uh, John Polish Impostor. You don't even know what that is, do you, Ash? Huh? No, I don't. Kappa Mikey is about an American kid going to uh, like Japan and, and being in a show with a bunch of anime drawn characters. It's oh, I totally good. thought it was a, I, I thought it was like a, a reference to a Ninja Turtles thing. I wasn't, uh, to be honest, I, I totally thought so too, man. Fair enough. I'm not the not... only one. Okay, it's, good. I'm glad I'm yeah. not the only one. Nice. You were all bamboozled. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, John Polish impossible to say with $10 saying, hi, Papa. Always love you. Uh, love your hanging at NTHQ streams. Want to ask with similarities between Fester's quest and blaster master in terms of the enemies and weapons. Does it exist in blaster master zero's continuity? You've tied in a lot already. You're on the spot here, man. Yeah. Um, Fester's, yeah, all the, I, I would probably have to say no simply because, uh, yeah, we haven't paid for the Adams family license. So. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you, you, you do not dance with danger when it comes to 
yeah. just uh, willy-nilly using licensed stuff. But one of the things I do love about the Blaster Master Zero games, and this is especially prominent in BMZ2, is all the references to other Sunsoft games. It's like mm. BMZ2 is basically a giant letter to Sun love letter to Sunsoft properties. So if like if you can spot all the Sunsoft references in BMZ2, you are definitely a like Sunsoft enthusiast for sure. Awesome. I love it. Well, thank you again to everyone for your incredible generosity. Seriously. There's so many super chats, it's hard to get through them all. But we do have a few more news stories to talk about. So let's go ahead and move on to the next story in our arsenal. Wow. I've been I've been working on that one. So <laughs> um Atlas have opened a special website for Persona's upcoming 25th anniversary, uh, teasing no less than seven new projects. Uh, the, and, and these are going to be announced over a long period of time. So the first announcement is set for September, which is Persona's uh, actual 25th anniversary. Uh, and the last one is set for autumn 2022. Uh, and there's also been just a wow. huge smattering of Persona 25th anniversary merch revealed, too. And uh, Derek, I have a feeling you're you're definitely the the biggest Persona fan, or at least the hardest core Persona fan out of all of us. So I want to throw this one to you. Um, what about this has has got you most excited so far? I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people are wondering if they're going to announce Persona Six. I think that's the big thing because right. they have one image where it's all the protagonists, and the, even the ones from uh, Persona's. One and two, and two part one and part two, uh, eternal, uh, innocent sin and eternal punishment, uh, as well as Persona 3 Portable's female protagonist, Katone. Uh, so they have just every single pr- protagonist in that, and then of course, secret at the end there, which is fueling speculation of a sixth uh game that's going to get announced. Uh, along the same lines, they have these acrylic stands. Uh, going over all of those games, uh, including por- Portable and, again, Innocent Sin, Eternal Punishment, and even Persona 4 Golden and Persona 5 Royal, and then two Secret Acrylic Sands. So what is that all about? What, is, what, what are they doing here with these games? It, it feels like there's something big coming with this, especially with there being seven announcements. Uh, it could be it could be offhand projects like, ah, oh, here's another anime. Like uh, I think they had a Persona 5, 4, uh, 4 Golden anime so maybe they'll do a persona 5 royal anime mm-hmm. um something like that or maybe they'll a lot of people have wondered if we're going to get a persona 5 fighter like we did for persona 4 um it's it's hard to say uh of course a lot of people are hoping for ports of the old ones uh to systems which would be very nice especially for some of the harder to find ones because you want to play persona 1 2 2 or 3 or 1 or 2 really uh, you had to deal with the PSP remakes, and even then, we didn't only got one of the Persona 2 remakes. Uh, so <laughs> all of the games are available in English, but you have to play Persona 2, I think it's Innocent Sin on mm-hmm. PSP and Eternal Punishment on original PS1. Um, so it, it's pretty wild, and I, I think it's just exciting because, again, with seven new projects, it's kind of like the Dragon Quest thing. Like, we saw there's so many announcements they have coming out. What could they be? And. I don't know. We'll find out, but it's uh, it, it's definitely cool for Persona fans, and I'd love to see them push more of the series, especially with Persona Four Golden doing so well on Steam, and of course Persona Five just doing well in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was I was thinking of the comparison to the Dragon Quest event as well, but I'm hoping that it isn't like that in the sense that we get these announcements that sound really cool, and then it's like Japan only though, not not yeah. a worldwide, no worldwide release planned. Uh, Matt, are you a are you a big Persona fan, man? 
Now, I, as much as it pains me to say this, especially because I have some good friends who work at Atlas, uh, I have not played the, the games. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Hey, I'm right well, there with you. Well, they're also... I mean, they take like 100 hours for when you feel like Persona 5. And, like, yeah. I just barely have time to play, like sit down and really dig into an RPG. And it's very intimidating because I know they're good games, but they do take a very long time. And it's yeah. very... It's very intimidating to like that. No, I'm gonna like have to dedicate that much time to it. Right. It's gotcha. one of those things because I I felt feel that it took me uh, basically the better part of a year to beat Persona Five, and That's I did have right. that. Uh, uh, pool to like oh it's been so long since i played i should just restart like nope that's a trap i'll never finish it if i restart <laughs> it's like i'll, I'll you, go like weeks and then i'm like what was i doing before oh no i forgot i guess i better restart and then no, yeah. you, you can't do that you gotta push through just a little bit at a time i think it'll pull you in it's actually uh pretty good at having like feel like you can accomplish something in an hour or two or that's see something interesting. That's good to know because yeah, I mean, I, I I would absolutely love to really sink my teeth into them at some point. It's just an, another one on the on the grand list of yeah. games. Have I play. feel that right. <laughs> how how possible do we think that that it is that one of these seven announcements could finally be either Persona Four or Four Golden or Five or Five Royal coming to Switch? Do we think that's even possible for any of these? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel here's... like it's smart. I, I agree with Derek. It, it's a very smart decision. I will oh, be definitely. the first to admit that the reason I haven't played five is because it's not on the Switch. There was a <laughs> point during which everyone assumed it was coming, and yeah. I was definitely one of those folks, and I waited, and then the game passed me by. I was like, well, I've, I've waited a year or more for it to be on Switch. I'm just not going not gonna to play it now. I don't have the time. Uh, and like Matt said, when I sit down and I think about playing a 100-hour RPG, I'm like, man, I could finish like 10 smaller games in that amount of time. <laughs> I, uh, and and that's just, you know, that, that appeals to me more. But uh, that is somewhat negated by the idea of playing it on a portable because then I'm like, oh, well, you know what? I have it on this little handheld device. I don't have to sit down on my couch, fire up the TV, and do all this other stuff. I can literally engage with it in a more passive way and if it's just sitting there on my switch home screen i'm more likely to fiddle with it you know when i'm just doing other stuff like watching tv or whatever um right but and i've said this before on the show persona 5 originally released on the ps3 so mm. yeah you can absolutely yeah. get it running on the switch i don't care what you say if i can get yeah, doom eternal totally. running on the switch witcher 3 stuff like that they can port persona 5 i'm i'm certain that it would not take nearly as many uh compromises as other games would to get on there right right yeah i mean i think i mean the the getting any of those games onto switch obviously makes sense it, it's really a wonder that it hasn't happened yet and that's why i just wonder if if maybe somehow it will continue not to happen for any number of dumb reasons but it, it seems like it's just a, a, a slam dunk yeah, so many like, people want these games on the Switch. The the, the Switch is just has created just such a great atmosphere for ports. Yeah. That um yeah, I would I would be honestly be shocked if they didn't dedicate one of these seven announcements to Switch something. Mm -hmm. Anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, personally I like even more than Persona 5, I think I would really like to see Persona 4 Gold imported to the Switch cuz that to to my mind, I did all the Persona art books at Udon, so while I have played a lot of P4, I haven't really played any Persona game through to its, you know, entirety. 
and I would love the chance to have Persona 4 Golden specifically on the Switch in that portable context because that, at least based on doing all like you know the art books and having watched the various animes and and familiarizing myself with each character and of the characters and worlds and stuff, P4 is still my favorite, uh, especially character wise. So that is really the one I'd love to see come to Switch more than any other. Uh, if I had a choice, but really, I just like all of them to come to Switch. That would be really nice. I mean, P4, which it came out on what PS2, didn't it? Or am yeah, I making that easy? That, P- that P3, P3 and P4 came out on PS2. Yeah, that's wild to think that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. God. So in terms of like you know, it's definitely possible in terms of like it's not too powerful for the Switch. Clearly, I guess it's more of like you know, getting the source code and will it play nice with porting to the Switch or not, and how much of a, how many trials and tribulations come with the porting process, because it's different for, depending on the engine that they use and all kinds of stuff. So uh, yeah, porting, like I can speak for this firsthand, porting, it may seem like, oh, it's like, oh, it's just do the thing. Um, Depending (laughs) on, um, it may seem obvious, like, oh, why don't you just port everything to everything? Well, it's a lot of work and it takes a lot of time. And depending on the engine that your game is created with can, determine if it will play nice with modern systems i know like for example like unreal engine 3 like some like early ps4 games ps3 games stuff like that use unreal engine 3 unreal engine 3 doesn't really play nice with the switch right Mm -hmm. so you know you have stuff like that you know just for as an example that can really make the porting process a challenge but not impossible from what i understand so we'll see what happens Wait, so you're, me, you're telling me that when the internet told me that it isn't just a big red port game button, they lied? It's, it isn't just as easy as pressing a button and it all ports automatically? Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm it totally shocked. Like, False for... the internet, they shocked me too, but, you know, yeah. sometimes got to accept reality, Ash. We got to yeah. accept <laughs> Right. I, the more I look at this, the more I'm like, I'm kind of hopeful for ports of the first when I say three games, I mean Persona One, Two, and Two Point Two Part One and Two Point Part Two uh, through there. Just seeing the characters hang out, kind of all being in the same general art style for the first time, uh, at least that I'm aware of, and seeing Katone there, I like. I'm actually kind of. I'd love to see if one of, like instead of Persona Six would be awesome, but after playing Persona Three, the original, boy, it needs some catching up to do. It is, and there's no definitive version, so a remake. Mm-hmm fixing a lot of problems of persona three and bringing it up to persona five in terms of visual qualities and all the great stuff they've done with it. That would be amazing because it is a really good plot dealing with some heavy subjects with some great plot twists, but the pacing is really not great. So if they could find a way to fix that and make a definitive version, especially since they have, you know, all this, these really good additions to uh, with portable, but it's not the definitive appearance, uh, uh, definitive, definitive experience. That said, if we do get Persona Six, I really hope they have both a male and female protagonist because it's wonderful in Persona Three, and to see them right. pull that off, I don't know. Yeah. I'd love to see it work. Same, and, and I also hope I, you know, I've, I've certainly uh, heard about P 5s problematic treatment of LGBTQ plus characters from a distance, and I really I mean, hope... that's the series, man. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, and that's true. That's not just, you're right. Actually, yeah, 4 is is really bad about that, too. Um, and I just really hope that P6, like, Atlas figures that out and, and does better. Like, as much as I want to love this series, and I do for a lot of different reasons, that's a huge blemish on it for me. And I really hope I mean, Atlas... The, trans- the localization of P5 Royal helped that scene. 
Yes, I heard about that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I, I know Yosuke game four is really bad about that. Really what was that? Yeah. As a localization and you know, working in localization, that can always be a tough nut to crack sometimes. Because if you see something, you know, that you feel is problematic from the original source material, you know, there's a million different ways you can go about, you know, like you, do you have the power? Do the localizers have the power to change that or edit that to their liking or not? You know, uh, so hopefully, you know, if that sort of thing happens again, hopefully it doesn't. But hopefully, it's you know something that happens again. Uh, you know, I'm, they have more avenues to correct that. I, I'm seeing a lot of people mention that uh, the director, uh, the the person who did this, Hashino, uh, yeah, Hashino, took over the series with P3 onwards, and he's since left. So and that could really help. Because I know be... Katsura Hashino was the apparently the source of some of that stuff. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the series. Uh, I had to look it up just because I was when I made the comment that uh, Persona Five originally released on PS3. I was like, "How old is that game?" <laughs> and so I had to I had to look it up. It's been five years almost yeah. since Persona right. Five came out in Japan. It released in September of 2016. So right. I mean, even though Persona that. Five feels fresh, I mean, I, I would say we're we're about due for at least the announcement of a follow-up like a, a proper yeah i can see that right uh neozon in our youtube chat says persona 5 arena is probably one of the reveals likely for ps5 ps4 pc i could totally see that i know p4 arena was received quite well uh, as uh, alongside ultimax too so i wouldn't be surprised to see a p5 fighting game be one of these upcoming announcements but either way what we can say for sure is that persona fans are going to be eating for the next many, yeah. many months. Basically a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the way through autumn 2022. So we'll see what the first uh, announcement is coming up in uh, in September. But until then, uh, happy 25th anniversary, Persona and uh, Persona fans. Uh, before we move on to our next news story, though, we do have a few more Super Chats. God, you guys are so generous. Uh, first off is $5 from Maddie saying, Dragon Ball Z Kai aired on Nicktoons in the early 2010s. Goku is very possible. I'm not, not going to say very. I think so. Yeah, I'm not going to say very possible. I'm going to say I, I, there's an outside chance. That it does. <laughs> uh-huh. That would be. Can you imagine though? After all the Goku and Smash, this that Goku and Smash, he actually did get into. Yeah, like, this is very end. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, amazing. that would be. That would be like Cloud ending up in Smash instead of PlayStation All Stars, just in a, in a in a different weird way. But it would be similarly weird. Um, Steve, how would you feel if Goku got into Nick All Stars? Man, I don't know. <laughs> I uh-huh. It's not about wanting Goku just in a fighting game. I mean, Goku's in dozens of fighting games. I exactly. want Goku fighting other characters, other video game characters that I really like. The whole I, I get that the Goku and Smash thing is definitely a meme, but I mean, Smash has become almost a repository for all of my favorite characters. So having Goku there alongside all the video game characters I love would be really cool to see. Um, but if I, yeah, I don't want him in, in Nick All-Stars. I, I, you know, I'll play Battle Stadium D.O.N. or Jump all, Jump Ultimate Stars or Jump Superstars, both of which are awesome games which should have gotten Western releases. Um, yeah. You know, I'll play in one of the many other Goku-related fighting games if if that's what if that's the fix I'm looking for. I don't I don't need him beating up on on uh, the Rugrats or anything like that. <laughs> God, mm. Such a weird I, visual. I, I think Helga could kick his ass. Who? Yeah, yeah. I think Helga could kick his ass. Just saying. Oh yeah, uh, she'd find a way. <laughs> yeah, she would. Her uh, all right. Bounds. 
<laughs> Javier Fuentes with a $9.99 donation saying, Greetings from El Salvador. Wow. Not going to lie, the Persona anniversary is my most anticipated. Persona 4 Golden is my favorite game of all time. Really hoping for a Switch port to render my PlayStation TV obsolete. Well, thank That'd you so wonderful. much. All the way from El Salvador. Thank you so much for supporting our channel, for supporting TNT. And yeah, I think we'd all be really happy with uh, P4 Golden getting ported to Switch. So fingers crossed that happens. And thank you again, Javier. Thank you. Uh, $2 from Watcher TL saying the first Persona 25th teaser square is yellow, which, as we all know, yellow is Persona 4's kind of, you know, base color. So mm-hmm. that could point to a P4 announcement. We'll see. Thank you, Watcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vedran Hotik with a $5 donation saying, I'm one of the biggest Persona fans. P4G is like one of my all-time favorite games. And now is the time for remasters slash ports and Persona 6. It sure seems that way. It, it, I can't imagine we'd have seven whole announcement, announcements to get through and a P4 port isn't one of them. So, again, mm-hmm. here's hoping. Uh, Nathan, the voice actor, with five more dollars, saying, hey, everyone, Persona fanatic here. P4G is my favorite JRPG. So many people saying that. So, yeah, wow. question, favorite characters and songs. Here's hoping for P4G on console. Sounds like we all want the same thing. Um, I Well, Derek, I'll throw this to you first, man. Uh, first, man, favorite uh, P4 characters and songs? Well, that's the thing. I've actually, I've only played up to, was it June? No, blanking on his name, uh, blonde-haired guy, uh, blonde-haired punk. It's been oh, Kanji. It's been a while, huh? Kanji, Kanji, Kanji. I've only played up a Kanji. Never actually beat the game. I've mm. played and beaten Persona Three and Persona, uh, Persona, vanilla Persona Five, but not all of Persona Four. So, I'm a little foggy on the songs uh, as far as that goes. As far as favorite, uh, as far as characters, um. I was I was definitely a fan of Chie. <laughs> now I see Rob Armanek screaming Chie. You can't yeah. not love Chi Chie. Yeah. No, absolutely. I was actually gonna gonna say oh, that as well. Oh, oh, oh sorry. They're apparently referring to Persona characters in general. If we're going Persona oh. characters in general, I'm sorry, Makoto. <laughs> there you go. Um, for me, don't worry, Rob Rob Armanek. You don't even have to shout it from the rooftops. Chie is obviously the best girl. Chie is my favorite Persona character. Definitely, I just adore her. She's awesome. Uh, in terms of songs, um, it's, I mean, there's so many good ones, right? Again, I'm, I'm mostly Rivers in the Desert from... is really good. Huh? Rivers in the Desert is really good. Right. And it and it's just a perfect way. Reach Out to the Truth, I'll Face Myself. I mean, there are so many good Persona songs we, that we could have a whole discussion only about Persona music. Time to Make History, those are just a few off the top of my head. Uh, Burn My Dread, just, you know, just a few off the top of my head that I really like. Um, but yes, thank you for all the donations, everybody. We also have Ryan Domaluski, excuse me, Ryan Domaluski with $5 saying, fun fact about Persona pre-Hashino. Persona 2 Innocent Sin has a canon bisexual main character who has possible gay romance option, which isn't played as a joke. Well, that's surprisingly forward thinking of them for being, you know, a, way, a much older game. It's a I've, shame I've that seen, they kind of got derailed. I've seen chat. At, uh, in, the, in the, the patron chat also mentioned that apparently some of the monsters when you go to recruit them uh, can be homophobic <laughs> when you um, go try to recruit oh, them. Yikes. So, oh, yikes. So that. it's oh, like, geez. there's some positives. There's some like, well, I guess, I mean, I guess it's realistic having to deal with homophobic people, but um, I mean, yeah. you know, here's the thing. I think about like, I don't think it's necessarily bad to portray bad people. Like, I, right. I don't know. I mean, you're not always going to run into 
like uh, I would expect a monster or a demon to have bad takes on things, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it's true. If, yeah. If, if, oh, yeah. Your, your run of the mill monster. Sh- yeah. They should be at um, least as bad as your average person on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, I'll doodle in our live audience patron chat says saying persona two is forward thinking is uh, not really right. And if you say that, I believe you, I haven't played P2. Yeah. I was just saying I've... what it sounded like based on that element of the game. But if you say that it's not, forward thinking in other ways i totally believe you so i'm totally gonna i i've seen plenty of people say that persona 2 uh eternal punishment is one of their favorite is their favorite game in the series so oh, okay. I'd, I'd like i'd like to check out the old persona games at some gotcha. point gotcha gotcha uh all right we have another donation from uh javier fuentes for two dollars and 99 cents of uh, saying kanji is best boy fight me in real life i love kanji i i, I have always loved kanji he's he's one of my favorite characters from persona 4 uh, not it's... quite above Chie. I do love Chie. But... Wait, I, I'm reading this real quick. Andrew Albacia in, in our live uh, chat says Persona 2 where you fight literal Hitler? Like, yeah. is Hitler in Persona mm-hmm. 2? <laughs> yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. That, that might be a bit context, much. You do fight Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that might be a little over the top. <laughs> I mean, you fight Mecha Hitler in, what, Wolfenstein 3D, right? So Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe don't put Hitler in games. Maybe Hitler uh-huh. doesn't need to be a video game character. I think right, they, right. yeah. I mean, if I remember doing... correctly, they tried to hide it a bit for the localization by just putting a pair of sunglasses on him. <laughs> Sun- right. Party I, Hitler. Remember, like the Japanese version of Bionic Commando for Famicom. Oh was yeah. Literally, like like Hitler's revival or something like that. Like oh, that's right. I and will his head give explodes him. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I will give him that. The extent of Hitler's like involvement was his head just blowing up in yeah in gory yeah. detail for the Famicom. Oh, yeah. Like his eyeball there came out. And shit. I just put it in the live on in the live audience chat. There's uh, the Fuhrer from Persona Yeah, they two. call him only the Fuhrer. They don't actually call him Hitler. But Jeez, and yeah. they just stick a pair of shades on it because you you totally hides who he is it's like a superhero yeah i'm not oh, I, i'm furor type thing uh also as critmogger reminds us hitler was also in that uh, full metal alchemist movie i think uh the conqueror shambhala is the one I you're talking about, about. it's like the ending movie to the original fma series anime series and i actually really like that movie for what it was and but i did yeah. completely forget that hitler was I'm, in it i'm torn too. on stuff like that like i think it's okay if like the the inclusion of a horrible horrible historical figure is limited to them like dying in a horrific way or getting the shit stomped out of them hard i think oh, all right <laughs> yeah. know, like hey it's dingo points out jojo rabbit makes it like it seems like a you know silly imaginary character but they make it work right. for having hitler there yeah, so. as long as you get to kick his ass then yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah. Feels good. <laughs> All right. Well, um, oh, okay. We actually have another uh, couple two more. more. So we have $2, two dollar donation from Pocket Chibata. I love that name. Pocket Chibata. Mm. Give us a Jack Bros sequel for Wii U. I heard that is good. a really random specific request <laughs> for Wii U specifically. I know. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Pocket Chibata. I love, again, love that name. And finally, two more Canadian dollars from Bongo Lover saying Hitler is in Persona 2 for some reason. Yeah, as we were just talking about, he is called the Fuhrer, as if you know people didn't know who he was actually supposed to be. Right. Uh, thank you again, everybody, for your donations. Ooh, this is a this show is going long because we've gotten yep. so many incredible da- donations from your from our amazingly generous community. But with that said, let's make like a Pokemon and evolve into our next news story. 
So I know Steve is going to, my fellow uh, fighting game fan, Steve here, going to be very happy to talk about this. Evo is returning to Vegas uh, for the Evo 2021 showcase this November. It's going to be an in-person event again for the first time since uh, you know the pandemic was a thing. It's going to include five games and an $125,000 prize pool uh, divided among the five games. And those five games are going to be Guilty Gear Strive, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Street Fighter V Champion Edition, Tekken 7, and Skullgirls Second Encore. Uh, it's mm-hmm. going to be 40 players total invited to the showcase, eight for each title. And uh, yeah, this it's going to be on uh, November 27th to 28th at the UFC Apex in Vegas. And uh, there has been no information, of course, though, revealed about in-person spectation options. So it's a little bit on the uh, on the fence, I guess, about exactly how many people are going to be allowed to come watch in person. But if I can get on that list, I'm going to, because I used to go to Evo every single year before the pandemic, and I've been waiting for it to come back. Uh, and even if Smash isn't going to be there, that's fine. I love watching Smash at Evo, but I also just love watching fighting games, period. And uh, Steve, I think you and I, if we can go there together, man, we should do this together. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, I would love to go back to Evo. I've I've actually never been, despite it being only like a five-hour drive from my house. Really? <laughs> I could I could drive to Evo um, <laughs> or, or like a $50 flight, really. Like, it, it's really easy for me to get there. Uh, I just, uh, I, I never have gone and I've always wanted to. Uh, I love watching high-level competitive fighting gameplay. Like, Same. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not the world's biggest smash fan. I'm certainly not the world's best smash player. Uh, but I do love watching people that are just at the top of their game compete against each other. And that goes for pretty much any fighting game. I just think the, you know, if, if you understand like the fundamentals of what goes into playing fighting games in general, just seeing people that are so incredibly good at it is mind boggling. Like I said, uh, you know, I had the either the punishment or the privilege of playing against Justin Wong and Dragon Ball Fighters uh when it was previewing at E3 and i like i i must imagine that the Bandai rep who put me in a room with him just hated me or something like they're like yeah this guy put him in with Justin like let's i mean i got or nothing trying to give you the experience a of a lifetime it, it was definitely yeah, fun and i got a good photo out of it like my friend who was watching me like knew Justin was on the controller before I had realized it, and he caught me just like looking back at him with like, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, right before yeah. our match. Your horror. I'll yeah. die. Uh, Matt, have you ever been to Evo? Like, are you? Do you watch fighting games live? Or? I myself for that a little bit because they actually had you know before in the before times there was a uh, Evo event here in Tokyo that I missed out on, and uh, I'm hoping to remedy that next time around if there is a next time around if they do Evo here again. Um, I've always heard good things about it um but i've yeah i have yet to go in person but we'll hopefully be able to fix that in the relative sure. near future i'm just excited that events are coming back like, yes yeah <laughs> me too i that's like the main thing steve and i have been talking about how hype we are to go to pax if and when that does happen uh this year we'll see but uh yeah no i'm just happy to have events back and i'm hoping to go to, to this evo uh this evo event this November, and it is separate from the Evo Online uh, event that's already taking place, by the way. So they are still two separate events. Um, sorry to rush along, but th- again, this has been going so late. So let's go ahead and move on to our final news story of the day. Uh, real quick, we did get one more donation from Becca's Live. Oh, yeah, sorry. Night. We really oh, need to read donation. that one. Yeah, yes, we really do. should. Yes. Uh, Becca's Live with a $4.99 donation saying, As a descendant of a family from the Holocaust, Hitler doesn't need to be in games unless it's historical. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not certainly not going to disagree with you there. I'd never argue with that. It does seem a little weird to use Hitler as kind of window dressing in video games. Um, so. It seems to have fallen out of favor since mid-90s, hopefully. Yeah, don't oh, you don't hear about it too often. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you definitely don't see see references to him nearly as much as you used to. Um, I went, so as a teenager, I went to the Holocaust Museum and just it really puts into in into focus like just how awful that person was like yeah. what it was the first time in my life where i had difficulty fathoming the cruelty of another human being i was just like how is this a thing you do like how is this a thing that was allowed to exist at any point in history but yeah hey fuck hitler that's not a hot take <laughs> i feel like no, that is, it shouldn't that's, be that's, no, a, that's a pretty easy one to get behind so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck Hitler and fuck Nazis, definitely. And that's why I take, you know, obviously we all, you know, hate Trump, like, you know, fuck Trump. But I definitely took umbrage when I, I'd hear people say, oh, Trump is basically Hitler. I mean, wait a minute. Trump is shit. Yeah, but yeah. he's not. He's not Hitler. Let's let's, you know, come on. Yeah, pump, like, pump the brakes, jackass. Not, like, let's let's like, talk a little bit about. Let's not hand wave away what Hitler did because you really hate Trump, as we all do. But that's just going. That's a little bit too far. Um, so yeah, but thank you and sorry I missed your donation, Beck. It's just the the show is going so late. But thank you so much for your donation and for sharing that about your family. We really appreciate it and totally agree with you. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and move on to our final news story of the day. So, Tetsuya Nomura uh, has told Famitsu that uh, Kazushika Nojima has written a rough outline for what Final Fantasy X-3 could look like. Uh, and Toriyama adds that the chance of it happening is, quote-unquote, not zero, but that FF7 Remake remains the focus for now. And I'm of two minds on this. Uh, as I've said before, Final Fantasy X is my favorite Final Fantasy. I really love that game to death. Ten Two, I think, is a very underrated sequel. However, those of you who have read or have heard about the, the Final Fantasy X 2.5 novel that dropped several years ago, it's, it's awful. I mean, it's really, yeah. it's really shitty. <laughs> like, it's really bad. And it, it takes the, the story in a direction that no, I don't think anybody would ever want to see it go. So as down as I am with Final Fantasy X 3 and would like to see it happen, only as long as it's not based on anything in that X 2.5 novel. For context, Titus is killed by a exploding blitz ball. Yeah. So basically, he, wow. he kicks I think it, he gets better, but he yes. Thinks. Yeah, he gets better. Yeah. So he kicks what he thinks is a blitz ball, but I guess it's actually a bomb and like it takes his head off or something. Yeah. It's really <laughs> dumb. It's really, it's st- yeah. really <laughs> like edgy for no reason. Like, I want like, this. I want to read this. No, you. How dare you? You don't want this. How dare you? I, listen, Final Fantasy X already broke my heart, and I never came back. Right. Fair I don't enough. even know how he's alive again. I mean, if, if we're just talking about general things without going too deep, knowing the ending You'd of X, ha- never having played X-2, I'm deeply confused. <laughs> there, Well, without going to spoilers, there are, there are ways and reasons. But but yes, with, with there there is a plot twist i guess where he kicks what he thinks is a blitz ball it's a bomb and it, it, it blows his head clean off i oh my right. oh my gosh i'm in okay so i looked up on reddit just was like i there has to be like a quick summary that i can do so i can just impart on people how 
bad of an idea this whole 10, <laughs> 10 2.5 thing is. A short plot outline as uh, done by an anonymous on Reddit. So here you go. Um, you, so here's how it goes. Yuna and Titus get stranded on an island. Titus is unable to concentrate on battle because of Yuna's swimsuit. They argue. Oh, God, the beach that. is covered oh. in blitz balls. Titus kicks one of them in anger. It's actually a bomb. His head gets blown off his body. It lands next to Yuna and explodes. Yuna passes out. The island is either created by an ancient summoner or a refugee for summoners to hide during the Machina War. There is a mysterious old man on the island. Yuna resurrects resurrects Titus through the far plane by whistling. They have sex to create a new faith. She realizes this Titus is different than the Titus she knew. They break up. The new faith has revived all dead life on Spira. Sin is reborn anew. This is... Let's I, hope I, I forgot about is not this. Details. Please. Wow. This is just so bad. This is just so bad. And, and it's such a middle finger to the legacy of Final Fantasy X yeah. and X-2 and, and their stories. I mean, I thought X-2, again, was pretty good. And this novel, though, is... What an embarrassment. Matt, Matt, you look like you have feelings on this, man. I just don't get it. Like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. What is unset? Like, you take, like, the, the main protagonist of a Final Fantasy game just, oops, he blew my head off. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite part is that is that his head lands next to Yuna and then explodes itself. Like, yeah, I know. Is it enough that the bomb <laughs> takes his head off? You know, it's just a double explosion just for funsies, I guess. Like, it just I sounds just like by this I, I i have never heard of this i did not know this existed until now so yeah. i am just i am just completely just <laughs> well we just we just posted the uh summary in our yeah in our, it's uh, also me asking for it so i posted the summary for people to look at for themselves but there you go but it's just like it is the lowest grade kind of just edgy shitty fanfic but it's apparently real to a degree i don't include it in my head canon because no that, to me that's FF not a game or, and it ended with the good ending of 10-2 and i'm happy with that because yeah, like 10-3 I, happens you know cool I just, I just don't you know being being a part of the industry i, I get no i don't get much joy in just ragging on other of games right. i don't i don't i don't like to be that person but i just i like i was like okay this person had a vision yeah i get it I don't know why this is happening. I'm very confused, but there it is. Yeah, there there it is. On the other hand, you know, FF7 Remake, we all agree, is fucking fantastic. Love it. So it's Mm. not as though Square just keeps making miss after miss. You know, they they, they got it going and and can make... To be clear, though, we're also talking about a novelization and not the outline right. for Again. 10.3. 10.3 will right. almost yeah. certainly not follow this. Yeah. That's, that's, it might take that's some elements like the island and stuff like that, but I don't think they're going to, yeah, they're yeah. going to get rid of the really stupid parts. I assume it'll, it'll probably go in its own direction. If not, maybe even be a prequel focusing on Braska and uh, his party. Ooh, maybe. that'd be cool. Who knows? That That'd be cool. cool. Although I do like the idea of like, you know, you know, work so hard to get Titus back in 10 to have the two of them go on their own little adventure together with some new characters. That'd be fun. Right. right. But like who yeah. wrote the novel? I who think it was Nojima. I think it was. No, I think it was. Was it? Let's see. That's what I'm curious about. Like, like. Was this done let's by see. just some third part? By like. Final Fantasy X 2.5. Yeah, no it's written by Nojima. Yeah, Kazushika Nojima, right. 
Okay. So this is from the guy who wrote 10 and 10 too. Yeah. All right. I don't All know right. what they were thinking, but yeah, I, but I would like to see 10, you know, the, the 10 universe make a comeback again. I love, I love that universe. I love Spear. Maybe, I would love maybe to he was just 10. tired of, of writing for this universe. And he's like, well, maybe. you know what? This is my way out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want a book? Here's your book. Yeah. Well, speaking of ways out, uh, I do think it is about time that uh, we go ahead and head out ourselves. We have reached the end of the show. Steve, I know you have a hard stop very soon. So, uh, as always, though, before we head out, Matt, thank you so much for being on the show and for dealing with the surprise technical issues in the middle of it. Uh, But please tell our awesome audience where they can find you on the Internet, man. Yeah, I mean, first of all, uh, Ash and all you guys, thank you so much for having me on the show. I had a lot of uh talking with you guys i this is again this is a great way to start my thursday so i'm uh i'm very happy to be here and i had a lot of fun hopefully we can do this again uh sometime yes. in the future yeah and uh yeah um if you are looking for me uh i am uh mega matt tv on twitter um if you want to follow what uh the goings on of inti creates uh you can uh, it's inti creates en on twitter and inti creates on facebook and yeah, we got we again. We got Blaster Master Zero Three coming out in just a little over two weeks on the 29th of July. Uh, GV Gunvolt, geez, GV Gunvolt Three uh, coming in 2022 that we're chugging along towards, and we definitely got some other very very cool stuff in the pipeline that we haven't even we haven't even showcased yet. So nice. all, all something we always have multiple projects going on here at NT Create. So definitely stay awesome. tuned because some really cool stuff coming up soon well you know i will be first in line for all of them man i'm a huge fan of not only yours but nt in general can't wait for blaster master zero three gunvolt three whatever else you're working on i'm there day curse one of the moon man. three right. yeah yeah curse <laughs> of the moon three uh but thank you again so much matt and uh, of course also thank you to all of our incredible patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make this show happen because without your support, it would not be happening. So thank you a million times for your incredible support of today's news tonight. Uh, but as always, an extra special thank you to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those awesome, wonderful, fine folks include Jared Edinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Etienne Ben, Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, It's ATM, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, Echo Carol, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, 112, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Vinny Yao, Sapphire, Azran 127, Pagrima, Kin Rule 09, Jake Pelka, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Charlie Bird, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Showmix, Andrew Medeiros, Oram M, Brady Power, Sakuragi, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzy Wig Hoyd, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, West Egg, Deaneth, Kota, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hooby, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Ascaron 809, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Christopher Masterson, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Grantles, Ravelox, 
Synchro Lord, Brainchild, Rosa Pardo Bowling, Mom. Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior29, Darik, Ray Clausen Jr., Nathan the Voice Actor, Hulkamaniac55, Chibi J, Bongo Lover, Mumbling Yeti, and finally, last but certainly not least, Cameron Sharp. Woo! Over 90 EPs to read out now, out loud now. Thank you so producers, dude. Well, I know we are so lucky. We are blessed with the best community, our the best patrons. We are so lucky for all of your support. Thank you all so much. And as a reminder, we are fully Patreon funded. And if you're uh, interested in the various uh, perks we offer at all of our different tiers, you can head on over to patreon.com slash gbgaming, where we offer tiers ranging from $1 a month all the way up to $400 a month if you'd like to sponsor TNT. But either way, even if you can't support us on Patreon and all you can do is support us here on YouTube, we love you either way. If you could just hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, every little bit truly does help as we grow more and more. So thank you all for your incredible support of GVG and TNT, and we will see you on Friday for episode 110. Until then, good night and good vibes, everybody. Bye. <laughs>